Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Solo BG Podcast. Before we start, I want to take this opportunity to apologize to all of you because last week we didn't have any episode, probably as you can notice, or probably you don't anyway. Uh, I was a little bit sick, you know, I got a little bit of cold. I guess the change of temperatures here in, uh, to where, where I live in Indianapolis, Indiana, with the weather is crazy. But anyway, we're back and we're about to start the show. Like I said, we didn't post any episode for the last week or so. But now, this Friday, which is when I'm uploading the episode and when I'm actually recording, uh, we are ready for another episode of Solo BG Podcast. I also want to thank you for all the support. The community is growing. On Facebook, we, have, uh, we are more people now in the Solo BG Podcast Facebook page. And I say we because I don't consider this like, oh, you know, you're following my page. No, it's it. this page belongs to you, to every one of you that, yes, you know, have give us a like on the Facebook page. So thank you very much. And if you haven't, please, please do it. Just go through our Facebook at Solo BG Podcast and, you know, give us a like, follow us, and it will be yours too. Also on Twitter, we're growing at Solo BG Podcast. And in general, uh, when I check the statistics, about the podcast to see how he's doing uh, every time he's more and more and more listeners. I can tell you that uh, in less than, probably, well, less than a year, it's been like probably six, seven months of the podcast. We already uh, more than 5,000 listeners. So I wanted to take this opportunity to, uh, first of all, you know, apologize once again, because I didn't have any episode for the last week or so, but also uh, to uh, tell you that I really appreciate that you're listening to this episode and to the previous episodes and you subscribe in iTunes and you also listen in Spotify and, you know, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon, uh, Board Game Geek website. Anyway, thanks. thank you so much for the support. And now, with that being said, let's start with uh, this episode, which is about Fuse, the game that we're going to talk about. Ready, set, go. Welcome to Solo BG, your podcast for solo and cooperative board games. Here you will find everything you need to know about your favorite and most recent games. Art, rules, gameplays and interviews. Here is your host, Derek Rodriguez. Hi, welcome to another episode of Solo BG Podcast. My name is Derek and I'm very excited to be with you again and being able to share another game with you. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We have some news that I'm very happy to share with you. And, you know, I will tell you also what we have played. But for tonight, we have a very interesting game uh, from one of my favorite publishers. You know, I think those guys are doing very, very, very great. And they have very fun games. And you probably know them more because one of the most famous ones most famous games from them, it's Clank. So I'm talking about Renegade Games, which, like I said, they're probably one of they are in my top of the of the publishers and uh, and distributors. Um, the Renegade Game Studio uh, bring us for tonight episode Fuse, a game designed by Kane Clanko, and it's a game that he will self destruct in ten minutes, and he will tell you how he plays. I will tell I will tell you about the art and the box and the cover, the audio unboxing, everything. 
Uh, before we start the episode, I, I record a brief message that you already listened. And once again, sorry that I didn't uh, upload any episode uh, on, on the last week or so, but now we're here. So anyway, before we jump into tonight's game, which once again is Fuse, uh, I want to share with you that it's confirmed, 100% confirmed. We're going to be on Gen Con on Indianapolis, Indiana, where this is where I live, as you know, as probably I already shared with you. And I will try to have some giveaways with those ones. But anyway, you will see me or you will see my wife, Erica, over there. And, uh, you know, my friends also with the Solo BG podcast shirt. So if you if you happen to see us uh, or you see me or you recognize my accent voice over there around the around the you know the people in the crowd please please say hi to me i it will i will make me very happy if you say hi to me and we can take you know selfies or talk about any game we can play games too uh if you're staying after jenkin for events or just you know random game nights you know i'm open for invitations so if you see me there please say hi i always like to say hi and i'm looking forward to play with you and not probably try to do some demos also i'm going to be uh, having fun with them with some friend designers Uh, you know, doing a couple of interviews. So we will have a, a big, uh, you know, review, preview and review of Gen Con of the game, the new releases, which, by the way, one that I'm very excited about it is that, well, let me tell you this. Uh, today, uh, you know, before recording the episode, I had a package on the mail. And guess what? That was my uh, Gen Con uh, batch for the four-day pass. And I it's confirmed already the rumor that it has happened on the last six months when I saw the, you know, the ribbon band that you use the holder for the batch. And it's 007 James Bond, uh, the building game from Legendary. It doesn't say Encounters, so I'm assuming, and, you know, everything leads that it's not going to be an Encounters game. But as I have told you before in other episodes, I believe in the, when we did the Civitas and Helium uh, Kickstarter preview, that we talked with our friend James from England, uh, probably you heard that I'm a huge, huge fan of the James Bond franchise and since forever, since I was a little kid, honestly, my dad, I used to watch the movies with him, all of them, and I have watched all of them, read the books by Ian Fleming. So I'm a big Bond fan and I'm very happy, very excited, looking forward to play legendary uh, James Bond 007. I'm assuming it's going to be the same thematic uh, as a Marvel legendary, you know, like a core game and then a bunch of expansions because, you know, the franchise lets you do that because, uh, you know, you have at least five or six characters or actors that they have played Bond so you can use all of them and you can have different characters like Money Penny, Q Branch, M. You also have uh, Felix, other agents, you know, from the CIA that they can help you. Another agent from the MI6, like in GoldenEye, uh, Alec Trevelyan, 009. So you have a, a bunch of characters that you can play with and then you can make expansions of it. Probably, I don't know if they will be like, okay, the first core set, it just this uh, amount of movies, which is the scenarios, or this amount of enemies. And then on the expansions, you will bring new bonds, new villains. New... So I'm looking forward. I think I'm going to have a blast. Probably, I will be honest, because I love the franchise. The same happens to me with X-Files. But I really trust the mechanics from Upper Deck and Devon Low. They do amazing games. Because even if Legendary, all the Legendaries had the same mechanics... I guess you will agree with me that all the legendaries, they play and feel different. Even if it's the same mechanics, they feel different. They all are very good. Even for me, that I don't know too much about the Firefly, uh, you know, franchise. I played and I still have fun. And I, it's still different to 
Aliens into X-Files, the Marvel Legendary, is different to the other legendaries. Uh, so like I said, this one, I don't think it will be an Encounters, but it's for sure. We're going to have it on Gen Con. It's going to be a release over there. James Bond 007 from Upper Deck Legendary. Looking forward, I'm going to be first on the line to grab my copy. Who knows, probably I can get an, another copy on my hands and for a giveaway. Who knows? Let's see if our friends from Upper Deck <laughs> help me out with that. Anyway, that's the, the big news that I wanted to share. Also, um, to all of you that, you know, you know that my English is not my primary language, of course. It's a Spanish, but to all of you that also speak Spanish, uh, I have a new YouTube channel that is fully in Spanish. It's called Geek86. And if you don't speak Spanish, well, anyway, jump there and that way you can hear me talking Spanish. I will tell you what is this uh, YouTube channel about. very comfortable with the English you know we can also uh, share it with them in Spanish and you will be surprised the community is so huge too as in English I was doing my research following you know trying to look for some Facebook groups like you know for for board gamers solo board gamers mainly and I was very surprised that I was able to find a lot of communities from Chile uh, from Mexico from Spain even from a, from the small town that I came from in Mexico, <laughs> it's a small town, and that I would have thought that the board games, they weren't a thing over there, other than Monopoly and all the crap. I was surprised to find a, a, a group a group of people that from a small town that they play board games, and they play the same board games that we do, like the Kickstarters and all the stuff, and it's a probably a thousand people group, which, like I said, for a small town is big. But then you have these big communities in Spanish, like there's one that is called International Community of Gamers or something in Spanish, and it has like 20 or 30,000 people over there. So, like I said, uh, because of that and because I like the hobby a lot, and I just wanted to share like in, pod in the podcast like I do, but I also wanted to share with friends that they don't probably feel very comfortable with these type of games because sometimes they're very immersive or a bunch of rule books. That's why I decided to make this YouTube channel Geek86. Once again, please... Subscribe on YouTube, Geek86, um, and it's gonna be about uh, board games in Spanish. I'm also I already have over there uh, two video comics. So what I do is I put the comics right, like the Batman, the uh, the Last Night on Earth, for example. That's one, and the Oblivion song from uh, Robert Kirkman, the creator of The Walking, that I have it there too. So what I do, I put the the you know the graphics of the comics and all that stuff. And I'm narrating the comic and I have background music and all this stuff. And I start to do like a little bit of voice acting, I try. And that's what I'm doing. So I, we will, it will have video comics. It will have uh, board games. It will have reviews of TV shows. Everything that is related to the geek. We will have unboxing of geek stuff that I get from ThingGeek. It will, be, it will have uh, live streamings or, or recordings from conventions, from comic cons and stuff like that. So please subscribe to Geek86. At this moment, the project is in Spanish, but I will try to fit more time in my schedule. In that way, uh, I can do also Geek 86 in English. Now, here's an invitation and an opportunity. If you're trying to start a podcast, if you're trying to start a YouTube channel, if you want to be a part of any of these projects that I mentioned, please contact me at solobgpodcast at gmail.com. Or through our social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at SoloBG Podcast. I'm, I'm looking forward to work with you to have new ideas, to do new projects. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, once again, or a YouTube channel, 
or any sort of you know sharing streaming thing just uh hit me out and you know we can talk about it and we can do something and i can help you out i will be very very happy to help you out and share with you the little bit that i know and share with you my experiences and everything like that but anyway let me tell you what i've been playing recently i'm very happy to because on the app that i'm using now to you know have the the statistics of the game that i play i already reached on this year 102 plays and i've been playing 69 that's a weird number right 69 <laughs> anyway 69 new games during this year which i'm very proud of it you know my goal is to play 200 or 300 games probably 300 by the end of the year uh anyway the last games that i've been playing and that i've been enjoying a lot is so long my world is one of those by axis mundi uh that's a kickstarter that i just recently received the graphics and the art oh my god this is it's amazing the solo variant it's a solo variant campaign definitely um it's tough because it interacts with you and it asks you questions about the real life about your real life of course because the thematic of the game is that the world is going to end in 12 hours no matter what so it's up to you what are you doing those last 12 hours Either you want to be a good person, you want to be a jerk, you want to be a, whatever you want to be. You want to kill people, you want to love people, you want to save people, you want to pray, you want to do whatever. It will it will give, bring you those choices. But the nice thing is that during the during the scenarios, it will be situations that the game will ask you personal things, and according to your answers and your feelings, it will take you through different paths. So it's a great game. I'm looking forward to keep playing to finish the campaign. In that way, I can do a full review of the game of the solo mode and have an episode as well. So I've been playing solo my world and I love it. Legendary Encounters, the um, alien one. I've been, I've been playing it too. I've been having a lot of fun. Uh, Chronicles of Crime with my wife. We've been playing like crazy by Lucky Dog Games. Very fun game. Remember that we talk about it with the viewer glasses and you're trying to investigate a crime. We're gonna have a special episode with my friend Jonathan, and we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about escape games, like escape room typeish. We're gonna talk about Chronicles of, of Crime. We're gonna talk about the little uh, different, you know, escape room atmosphere games or investigation games that they're out there in the in the board gaming universe, I guess. Anyway, also uh, I've been playing Dark Souls, the card game, which I mentioned to you before, and we have that's our previous episode. And I've been playing Fuse. Uh, Tokaido I played too last night, Azul, it's a great game, Azul, uh, fantastic, fantastic, I love it, uh, you know, I enjoy it. I haven't played solo, but we play multiplayer, and it's fun, it's fun, so I'm looking for, I'm pretty sure the fun variant of Azul is very puzzly too, and it's, you know, strategic, so I'm looking forward to try it as well. So anyway, tonight, we're going to talk about Fuse by Kane uh, Klenko, published by Renegade Games, and without anything else, let's see how the box and cover looks box and cover okay so now we are in the box and cover section so here we have the box i always i move it i'm gonna have the unboxing in a little bit don't worry about it but here it is i you know i love to do that <laughs> it's very annoying anyway fuse by ken klenko we have on the main cover like two agents with helmets which for me i'm assuming there are like either in a research lab or like out of space or something which because they tell you about they're in the ship and they were you know invaded um but they're like agents you know and and we, we can see a bomb with five seconds only remaining on the floor and one of the guys is like hey somebody help me to stop this thing and everything is in fire and another guy's 
running towards him with a shield. But then the, the guy with the shield has a helmet too. And this guy that is pointing at the bomb has a helmet too. But then there is a girl <laughs> that it looks like kind of a Captain Marvel in the back running away from the fire. But she doesn't have any helmet. So I'm assuming the, the thing in the back, whatever it was, a restroom or a bathroom, whatever, explodes. And she's just like, let's get out of here without helmet. She didn't care. Anyway, and then on the ladder of the sides, well, on the front, I'm sorry, before I keep continuing, it says, Fuse, this game will self-destruct in 10 minutes. And that's true. Anyway, and then on the side, we have Fuse by... Um, designed by Kane Klenko, the same Renegade uh, Games, and let me put the mic a little bit closer to my mouth. And then on the back, it, oh, it tells you also that it's for age 13 year plus. I agree. It's very puzzly and pressure and everybody's yelling around. And one to five players, so you can yell at yourself. <laughs> you can scream at yourself because you can play it solo. And it plays in 10, mi in 10 minutes. Do I agree? Yes, sir, I do agree. And yes, ma'am, I do agree. And yes, kids, I do agree. And grandpas and uncles and aunts, I do agree. It plays in 10 minutes. Uh, and then on the back of the box, it says security. The hall has been breached. Intruders have made their way onto your ship. Alert! Their goal, total destruction. More than 20 bombs have been detected on board. And the countdown has begun. Your elite bomb defusal team, BDT, has been called up to open to neutralize the thread. Does your group have what it takes to work through the what is it called? What it says? <laughs> intricacies of the bombs and defuse them in time? You better get moving because this game will solve this struggle in 10 minutes. You can play it solo. You can put pressure on yourself. That's good. Uh, the components, we will see it once we jump inside the box. And it tells you that you need the app to play. But guess what? If you don't want to download the app, you don't need the app. You can just put a clock counter a chronometer or something it's better if you do the app because the sound effects are great and the music and the voice prompts and everything is putting a lot of pressure on you and your fellows so highly recommend the download for app store or google play the app from uh, renegade games because also that app lets you play other games from the library and solo like clank for example anyway uh renegade game studios easy to learn is very easy to learn h13 plus i do agree 13 plus. I agree with, I almost never agree with all these things when they tell you in the box, but this game is the exception. I do agree with everything. So with that being said, let's see how it looks inside the box. Let's go with the audio unboxing. Inside the box. Okay, so now we are inside the box. Before I forget, I didn't tell you about the size of the box. It's pretty small. Uh, book size, I always call it, like a book. And it's very good, very accessible. You can storage very easily. So now, let's open this guy so let's take the cover and we have the nice very nice rule book here which is i always like to count the pages as you know it's uh 11 double-sided pages well the last one is just for scoring a track but uh yeah it's 11 double-sided it is for you security alert what i just read you on the last section the components you will have 54 bomb cards 11 fuse cards 25 custom dies five each in red blue green yellow and black you have one cloth bag which is very nice and i can i'm moving it here around the mic these are the dice uh, and it's a very nice uh, back cloth that's what they call it and it has fuse very nice over there uh, on the back too and you need to download the ship or the app that will allow you to play the game more immersive less i guess immersiveness immersive less yeah 
<laughs> whatever. Anyway, the, the rule book is very nice and very self-explanatory. Uh, it will tell you the setup or the preparation, and it will tell you the gameplay, the anatomy of the bomb cards, the dice, how the cards uh, work, the stacks, the pyramids, the unused dice, what do you do with those, how to defuse the bomb, how, what are the fused cards, the instructions, how the game ends, and scoring points, and advanced setups, and uh, I think it tells you, no, it doesn't give you any variants. Uh, and then the designer will like to think. And then there's a message from the designer here that I will let you read it once you get the game, I guess, because it's a lot of thankful. Anyway, um, so this was inside the box. Now that we took a look inside the box, let's see how the game plays. Gameplay. It sounds like play ball. <laughs> okay, so now let's take a look of how the game plays. And it's very simple. It will be depending first, the first thing, depending on the number of players. If it's one player or two players, three, four, five, all the way, it will depend on uh, the amount of bombs that you will try to defuse. Bombs refers to a card, and that's it. Um, because in the cards, they will have different symbols that you will need uh, to put dice on it. So, for example, let me draw one card here. Okay, I have this one. So, it has... With a white square, like a microchip thing, has like a five white. And that basically means that you can place any die. Whenever, every time that is white, you can put any color of die, um, but, uh, you know, with the number five. I believe, let me make sure, let's draw because I don't remember, no, yeah, there's no, okay. So that's what it is. Um, a white means any die. So you can put a, any five. It could be a yellow five, a red five, a blue five, a green five, whatever. And then it has the next chip on the same card, it's a colored yellow chip. That means that you can place any die, any color, I mean, color, yellow color, but any number. Then it has a green two. That means, very self-explanatory, guess what? That you had to play a number two green die. But then you're gonna have cards that they will tell you, for example, this one, it says, it has the, like, any number, uh, you know, symbol, like the pound symbol, the hashtag symbol. Our number symbol too. <laughs> I guess it's the number symbol for this game. Anyway, it has the white, uh, which is any color, like I said. So for this, in this card, for example, the three of them are white. And it has a number that you can place a number on the left, but then that number needs to be uh, bigger than the one on the middle. But the big, uh, and then the one on the right needs to be bigger to the one on the middle too. So you can play, for example, uh, four yellow on the left, then uh, two red on the middle, and uh, four blue on the right, and so forth. So the way that you're gonna be getting these cards and dice, now I will explain to you. This this gameplay was a little bit you know backwards because I already explained you the mechanic of how to play the dice, but I haven't explained you anything else. So the game basically, let's say we're playing one player, we're playing solitary, right? So we're gonna deal or we're gonna build a deck of cards depending on the difficulty of the game. So if we wanna do a standard game, uh, we will uh, uh, shuffle all the cards from the game, all the cards. They recommend you to take away for the first couple of games, the four and three victory, no, I believe it's the four, yeah, four victory points is the one that they uh, recommend you to uh, take it out. I'm sorry, the four and six point card. You will take those out in that way it's not too hard. And then the remaining ones, which they include bomb cards and fuse cards, you will shuffle them, giving them a very good shuffle. shuffle. And then you're gonna deal uh, 19 cards face down, face down, that will be, the main deck that will be the mission for this game and then from that deck you're gonna draw five cards face up and you're gonna give yourself two cards 
okay, from that deck. So in total, you're drawing uh, five for the center and two of you. So you're drawing 17 from those 19 cards already. So you only need to go, um, I'm sorry, you're drawing seven from those 19 cards. So you only need to go, what is the, oh my mad, it sucks. You need to go 12 more cards, 12 more bombs. Anyway, now that you have your bombs, you're going to download the app, which I'm going to open it here in that way we can have the sound effect. So you're going to uh, open the app and the app book is going to start to tell you the timer. Let me turn the volume on here so you can hear. It's too loud. This is the app. This is the main menu of the app. Here it goes. No copyright. There you go. So then you select Fuse, of course, and it's tell you it starts. And then it has the, the counter of the 10 minutes, you know, and then you can start the game. Once you have that, you can start the game. And what you're going to do, it's here. Check this out. It's cool. So at this point, the app already start and the game already start and you have the music on the background and it's putting your pressure. So what you're going to do is you're going to draw dice from this back here that I have it, right? So you're going to draw dice. In this case, if you're playing solo, you're going to draw, you're gonna draw uh, two dice, all right? And you're going to try to place them on the cards that, that you have in front of you. And like I said in the previous examples, the, oh, this thing is still sounding. It's cool. It says just kidding, huh? Damn it, you're trying to put the dice. Anyway, uh, so uh, you draw the dice, you try to, you, you roll them. When you draw, you roll them. And then you get, let's say, a five yellow, three red, whatever. You try to accommodate those dice. You need to accommodate at least one die. And then the other one, if you don't have any way to, um, you know, to put it, you just roll it again. And either the same number that you roll again from the unused dice or the color, it will make you discard dice from your uh dice that you already place on your cards except if it's a pyramid if it's a it's a tower i'm sorry if you're building a tower and let's say you need to discard a red but the red is at the bottom of the tower you have in your card red green and black the black's on the, on the top there your red is considered it safe so basically that's how you're going to be doing the game you're going to be drawing dice rolling placing the dice on the cards once you are able to place or to meet the requirements of a card that you have what you're going to do very quick is take all the dice out of that card Take the card away, put it away right away, that's your victory points. And then you choose one of the five that are already on the table, and then you draw another one to replenish that five. And you keep going, you keep going, you keep going until you're able to defuse all the cards before the 10 minutes runs out, before the ship explodes. But there's also gonna be fuse cards. And those fuse cards, I'm gonna they're gonna try to mess it up your game. Because let's say you draw a green. A green card, uh, they will have either a die number or a die color. And in either case, all players, in this case, you're the only one player, must return one die of the matching number or color from their bomb cards to the back if possible. So that's how it plays. And, you know, that those fuse cards can mess it up. The thing is that you don't know how many fuse cards you have on, your, on, your, on the deck, on the main deck, because you shuffle all the cards, remember? You took away... Probably the six and the four victory points in that way. That's easy. And basically, that's it. And, that's it. and this timer here, let me put the volume on. It's going to still counting. And it's going to still putting pressure with this pressuring music. And it's being telling you things like, hold on, 10 seconds, he will tell you. But it won't be telling you things like, you're almost done and you need to keep moving. And here, here to check this out. I, I love the sound effects of this game. The pressure that it put on you. Here it goes. Two, one. 
There you go. So it's putting you pressure. And if you're playing, honestly, if you're playing with more people, it's fun here. It's it's a lot of fun. If you're playing solo, it's challenging too. But definitely, I'm giving you the spoiler. I prefer this game with more people. It's super fun. Like with my wife, it's very challenging. And we all, you know, we're yelling each other. Hey, like, come on, you use the tree, give me the tree and whatever. The other day we played with another couple of friends. And oh my God, it was crazy. It's 10. Hey, be quiet. I'm recording a podcast. This lady is still talking anyway. Um, it was very funny because, you know, uh, we, we were playing and we were, you know, telling each other like, hey, give me that die, whatever. Because when you're playing cooperative, how it works is like, okay, let's say it's my turn. I draw my, let's say we are playing two players, right? Um, I draw uh, four dice um, and then you return two, two to the back, which I believe on the solo, I did a mistake. On the solo variant is two. You draw four, you return two, you, you choose which two to keep. Um, anyway, you in the two player game, which is very similar to solo, you keep two dice from the four that you draw. And uh, and then you try to accommodate them, but it needs to be like super fast because if you draw more than four, let's say you draw five, you need to return all of them to the back, so you lose time, you lose a couple of seconds, very valuable seconds. So then you're gonna roll your die, you try to place them, but the ones that you didn't use, um, you had to, you know, you have to to use them. So basically, if you're playing cooperative two person, for example, you I took I take one blue, and then the other player has to take the remaining die. If he doesn't take it, then that die, like in the solo game, becomes unused. We roll the die and either number, color, discard, and that messes up your strategy and your game and everything. So basically, that's how it plays. Very simple, very fun, very challenging, a lot of pressure, but it's definitely a whole different experience. And this is Fuse. That was the gameplay of Fuse. And now... Let's see if we rather play this game solo or cooperative, which I already told you the answer. Cooperative! Yeah, that's the answer. Let's see how it plays and what do we think about the game. Solo or cooperative? Okay, so now we're in the section that if we rather play this game solo or cooperative. But before I keep going, I did a mistake. But like I told you in a previous episode, the new mechanic of the show is that I record a live and I keep it like that. I don't edit. Even if I don't speak properly, if my English sucks, it doesn't matter. I leave it. I did a mistake on the rulebook. It doesn't matter too much for the gameplay. It doesn't affect too much. Well, it affects if you're playing solo. But the, the mechanics and everything else is the idea is the same. So I say that in the... First, I said that in the solo game, you draw two dice. And then when I talk about the cooperative game, I say that in solo mode, you, drive, you draw four dice like in the two-player game. No. When you're playing solo, you draw three dice... And you choose two and you discard the third one. And then from those, you roll, you try to accommodate, and you roll for the unused die. And that's how it works. So, sorry for my mistake. Anyway, uh, so now we are here if we rather play this game solo or cooperative. I already told you, this game, it plays super fun cooperative. It's great cooperative. Why? Because it plays only in 10 minutes. That's one thing. It's a break the ice game. It's a game that helps for an introduction for a game night. Or it's a game that helps for a wrap up on a game night. For those situations that you already played two games and you want to play another one, but you know that you don't have too much time and you just want to roll a little bit more dice. Well, these games you will roll a lot of dice in 10 minutes. So as an opening game night or closing the game night, it helps. Or if you don't have too much time to play a game, you only want 10 minutes just to have the, you know, the fun. This is a game, 10 minutes, that's it. You don't need anything else. You can pause the timer, but 
ideally you're just gonna have a 10 minutes and that's it um cooperative is good because the tension keep growing in play in, around the players they start to express themselves in ways that they probably don't express usually or if they express they express those ways usually they exacerbate it more they increase it more um so that's very fun too because like i said you can yell at each other and you can tell stuff to each other but once the game is done it's done um i will i hope <laughs> anyway uh so yeah that's why i rather display this game cooperative that doesn't mean that it doesn't play good solo it plays good solo but you definitely will enjoy it more cooperative if this is a game it's a must-have for when i say a must-have game usually it's for very um very fun games and very immersive games or games that i think that you guys will enjoy and because you know i enjoy them but this one it doesn't fall into that category of must have because of that but it falls in the category of uh, you need to have it on your gaming library why because of what i mentioned it plays in 10 minutes it's very easy even for people that they're not into board games it's a nice introduction like hey you know what Let's play a board game and they will think like, oh, Monopoly, what are you? will be like, no, no, that crap. I have another better 10-minute game. We don't need to spend our lives for four or three hours playing Monopoly when we can play Fuse for 10 minutes and we can repeat it and more challenging every time. And, you know, you can increase the, the, the difficulty of the game if you like or playing different times or whatever. But this is a, a game that you must have on your game library. But in that category of must-have because... It's a game. I haven't met anybody that doesn't like Fuse. Everybody likes Fuse. I talk to friends and they all like Fuse. They all have uh, fun stories to tell about Fuse. So, yeah, it's a game that you want to have in your library. Library, I'm sorry. The price, not bad at all. It's only retail price. It's around $30 US dollars. And um, you can find it different places. I'm not going to give any publicity, but you know, one of the most uh, online shops, <laughs> I guess, where you can find everything. And it starts like uh, with the name of, you know, kind of like in a jungle stuff, you know. So you get it. Um, so anyway, uh, you can get that game over there for around $20, $23. And they always have specials. Um, but if you can support your local gaming store, that will be better. And you can get it for 30 bucks retail price. Uh, also, there's a, not an expansion, but a continuation of the game that is called uh, Flatline. And it's the adventure after Fuse. And it's also work with the app, with the Renegade app, where you have this, the game Clang, where you have Fuse, where you have Flyline. Uh, so that's good. You know, you don't need to download more apps. You have everything there. So, yeah, it's a, it's a game that you want to have on your gaming library. Library, I'm sorry, again, dang it, uh, my English. And, you know, for this game, we, if you go by Netflix reviews, 0 to 5, where 5 is you love it, and 0 is you hate it, you want to burn it, um, probably I would put it... That's... Probably I would put in a four. Yeah, it's a four. It's not a game that I want to bring all the time, but it's a game that I can bring very often, if that makes sense, because of what I mentioned, especially the time. It's only 10 minutes and that's it. Usually in the games, like, well, you played between 60, 90, 30 to 40, 20 to 30, uh, even 10 to 20, but it's always a lie. <laughs> you either play a little bit more, which is what usually happens, or a little bit uh, less. But this game is 10 minutes and that's it. That's it. It basically it. The app will tell you, game over. You either win or lose. And if you win, you keep your points on the back sheet on the rule book. And you put the, the player, the difficulty level, the uh, difficulty level, I'm sorry, the you win, 
to score. That's it. Simple. Boom. So this was Fuse once again. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, they're fun too. Uh, I still do mistakes in my my language uh, and in some rules, but please listen to those episodes. If you are listening through iTunes, please give us a five-star review. Applied to you. Uh, once again, if you want to start a YouTube channel or a podcast, please contact me too as well at solobgpodcast at gmail.com and we can talk and I can help you out. Once again, I will be on Gen Con with my buddies over there. Solo BG Podcast is going to be on Gen Con. I'm very excited about it. Uh, and what else? What else? Oh, follow us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Solo BG Podcast. Subscribe to the Solo BG Podcast YouTube channel and to the new Geek86 channel on YouTube. As soon as you park your car, as soon as you are in your break, as soon as you, as soon as before you're going to do something else, please go to YouTube, subscribe, and thanks for the support. Anyway, without being said, um, that's all for the episode. And like always, remember for victory, go tell your friends. Till next time, see you through the speaker and at the tabletop.